I got the mic. And I have the opinions. And here we are, episode nine. It's about to go down. MMA in the year 2020 officially begins this week. This Saturday, we have UFC 246, Conor McGregor versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. And for all the smack that I talked about not caring about Conor McGregor, <laughs> I am so invested and I cannot wait for this fight. But we've already discussed this, but I think we figured out, I mean, we're both really fucking excited. I'm really excited. But there has not been a Bellator event. There hasn't been a UFC event at a mm-hmm. normal time in at least a month. Like, we're just jonesing for an event. Yeah. There's a big narrative that there's too much MMA in the world, and now you take it away from us for a month, and everyone starts panicking and freaking out. Honestly, we all know it's piss-poor planning, and when I'm done with my teaching career, I'm going to go into planning these events. Saturday night, we're just hanging out, having a glass of wine. I look into your eyes, and I'm just thinking, there hasn't been fights for weeks, man. What the fuck? It's really sad. Well, this Saturday night. So I think that's going to help this fight, too. Like, even people who want it to be too cool for school, I don't care about Connor. It's like, yeah, but you want to watch some fights, don't you? Yeah. And how cool is it that the opening of the new decade or whatever... That this is the first UFC fight, period. There's, there hasn't even been, like, a free uh, ESPN Plus or ESPN card at all. It's, yeah. like, straight up pay-per-view. First event of the year. First event of the decade. Awesomeness. So, um, we're pretty excited about this. Uh, <laughs> so, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was that uh, how committed we are to each other, babe. <laughs> Yeah, we should totally talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so we, in one day, they released the uh, new UFC Embedded, the video blog that we talked about in the past that we like so much, and Ariel Hawani releases, like, 48-minute video uh, interview with Conor McGregor. And without talking about it, we both agreed that we would not watch or listen to it until we sat down and did it together, which was really nice. But... <laughs> What's but? Just because I didn't watch or listen to the videos didn't mean that I didn't go on YouTube and look through the comments. <laughs> you are, you're so weird. I know. I was just curious, and I had it loaded on our computer. So we oh, could yeah, watch but you yeah. did. Well, okay, you are so weird. We did wait, and that was very sweet because I was really nervous you were going to run home from work and watch it, and I wasn't going to be um, home from work until late. But Well, we loyal over here. We loyal. These hoes ain't yeah. loyal. No, we, we loyal. loyal. But my favorite comment that I wanted to share with everybody was <laughs> this, this guy, uh, Cole Machtiomarda, so some Irish shit for sure, said, uh, just when I thought I was out, he pulls me back in. <laughs> That's exactly how I, and I think many other people, probably including yourself, feel right now. I was not out. You were not out of the Connor shit? No. No, I was. I would have been okay not ever seeing him fight again, but I was yeah. still invested in him. And now he's back, and that's cool. All right. So let's get into the top five. Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Top five, babe. Will you start? I'm going to start. 
And it kind of uh, goes along with this embedded thing we were talking about and watching these interviews that we waited for. So I got home last night and we watched the Ariel interview with Connor. And we watched, we had already watched the Mac Life interview with Connor, <laughs> obviously. And I think we both agree that Connor is coming across as, as a likable guy again. And a lot of people are like, he's not the same. It's like, it's not as much energy. He's not talking as much shit. He's not, it's not the same. And I'm also like, yeah, because he finally grew the fuck up. Yeah. Right? And and that's really nice. He went through his tirade last year. I mean, I... I we don't need to repeat any no, of it. No, but I think a big part of it is uh, men don't know how to turn 30 well. <laughs> I know I did it. That's an interesting... He turned 30 and he went fucking crazy. Uh, but So, some of the additional cool fact about Connor this fight is that he's bringing back his first boxing coach ever um, he'll be in mm-hmm. his corner from the boxing the Crumlin boxing club uh, during the Ariel interview he, he was again pretty tame of course like he throws a little shade but my favorite line ever um, <laughs> from the interview anyway not favorite line ever ever of Connor's was they think I'm toast, but I'm still the bread. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, um... Wait, I also got to say, how that came across last night was crazy and ridiculous. It was a 47 or 48 minute long video. And the second that he made that comment, you stopped scrolling and you were like, look at this, look at this. And on Instagram, you saw the first time... Uh, that MacLife posted like a meme with that quote. Yeah, so, that was weird. Just crazy coincidence. Crazy. It, it it was the universe telling me I needed to discuss it on the podcast. It's a great quote. And here we are. And the last thing that um, was just really interesting fact for all of us, like who doesn't like to know how much people are making, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the last fight that Connor had and lost, as we all know, with Habib, he earned $50 million. That is madness. So that's according to Connor, which I'm not, I'm not calling it into question, but I kind of a little bit tiny bit am. So like Connor got paid like $3 million for the Nate fight. And maybe with some extra points, closer to 10 or whatever, pay-per-view points and stuff. You think he's gotten 5x? Why would he lie? And then to go on then to say that for this fight with Cowboy, he's going to... He's uh, projecting, I suppose, to earn $80 million. He did not just pull those numbers out of his asshole. Uh, I don't know. I made probably not, probably not, but he made a hundred million for Floyd. So you're telling me he's going to make almost that much for Cowboy? It's possible. I mean, the whole ESPN plus thing where like you can't just order it on pay-per-view and you have to order it through ESPN plus right. means that ESPN and UFC make more money from everything. So they're probably going to pay Connor more because 
everybody in the media talks about how the UFC pay-per-view rate has declined so much because it's basically behind two paywalls. Right. But whatever. So if he's making $80 million, God freaking bless him. I hope Cowboy is getting paid. But precisely. Yeah. So that's where we're going to go into number two on the top five. That uh, Cowboy has been like kind of flying under the radar through this whole thing. A lot of people, A, have just been saying that, I mean, Vegas odds are saying that he's an underdog. A lot of people are saying that Connor's just going to kind of walk through him because he's uh, a slow starter and his chin's been through so many different wars and he's um, older and past his prime and yada, yada, yada. And he's off, you know, off uh, off of two losses, I guess. But uh, Cowboy is still a renegade, awesome fighter, man, and I think he's going to bring it to Connor. Uh, a lot of the stuff that he's been doing in the camp has been behind the, uh, I guess, an Amazon paywall. They've been doing oh, this. Yeah. Uh, oh, you mentioned it. Yeah. We said we were gonna watch it, which we totally looked up right after that episode. But we were not willing to pay. I think three ninety nine per episode. Yeah, more than a cowboy. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of per episode. Yeah. Come so, on. We'll see. Maybe there's a package deal this week. Trying to get it all in. Um. But yeah, here's the question, you know, so Cowboys seems super relaxed and super chill, uh, but is he being like, is he just flying under the radar and is a relaxed Cowboy a dangerous Cowboy or is he being lulled into like, I don't know, some sort of hypnotic state that Connor's going to freaking take advantage of just like Eddie Alvarez talked about how he felt like he was in a trance and he couldn't do anything. When know? is he not relaxed Cowboy though? Uh, I don't know. He has his moments where he freaks out. Mm. But I did do something today uh, without telling you. And that's because I know that you have a crush on Brett Okamoto, famed <gasps> MMA journalist. How did you tell everyone? Yeah. Everyone knows. <laughs> Oh, so man. I watched a cowboy interview. Everyone look him up. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> everyone watched... Uh, no, not everyone watched. So I... I listened to during lunch the Brett Akimoto interview of uh, Cowboy Cerrone and Cowboy's ready man he, lo- he sounds ready you know he always sounds ready there, there's there's no doubt about it alright um number three in our points of top five fun ones of the week yeah let's get to number three can I get can I talk even more we all know it's possible. <laughs> Everybody says that 246, UFC 246, as PT Carroll would say, is uh, just one fight. You're basically paying for Connor and Cowboy. I think that I'm going to disagree. I think it might actually have potential to be an awesome card. Oh, dip. <laughs> Who has the opinions now? Wow. <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? I don't know. It's too much power. <laughs> It is. Back it up. Why? Why do you think it's going to be such a great card? There's a lot of good fighters on the card. And yeah, there's no, there's not a lot of crazy fights that everyone's so excited to see. But there's a lot of seasoned vets and people that have been around for a long time. And I think that the, the quote that I've said multiple times on this podcast is a rising tide raises all ships. And I think that everyone's going to – everyone knows they're going to have – a lot of eyes on them, and it's the biggest fights of their lives because of the undercard that they're on. Wait, that is so funny that you say a lot of seasoned fighters, and I think that's who you want to talk about. Two out of the three people I want to talk about from this card are 
young bucks coming yeah. up. Yeah. So what that's like that is a perfect mix. There's a good mix yeah, of both. It's important. That's what people have been saying that Bellator should be doing, but yeah, they're, they're yeah. you know they're not. They're doing whatever. Let's let's shout out right quick some fighters who are also on this card okay. that people should We'll go back and forth. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go first. Anthony Pettis is a legend. He's been around forever. Former champion. Uh, he deserves more respect than he's getting right now. So I want to give a shout out to Anthony Pettis. Co-main event. Everyone's freaking forgetting that there was like a co-main. Or I, is it co-main? Now I'm calling it co-main. But it's Holly Holm, who you've all heard her name. So I'm not shouting her out. I'm shouting out Raquel Pennington. Uh, I... I hope they both win. Let's let's go for one of George's draws. But Raquel Pennington is awesome. She beat Irene Aldana, who just fought a couple of weeks ago, and everyone was like, oh, shoot, she's so good. Raquel Pennington already beat her. Raquel Pennington um, had some losses to the two women who just fought for the belt. Raquel Pennington beat Misha Tate. She beat, I never know how to pronounce this woman's name, um, but George is going to say it. Oh, Betch Cohea. Yeah, because it, it's spelled Beth, but I don't want to call her Betch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, she's my shout out. Cool. Next, I'm going to uh, go with two guys who are actually fighting each other instead of just saying one. Uh, Sadiq Youssef and Andre Touchy Feely. Uh, Sadiq Youssef is uh, from the Dana White Contender Series, right? Uh, and he won his last fight in, I feel like, spectacular fashion. I remember being really impressed by him, and he seems like a really good guy. So, got to go with him. But also, he's fighting Andrew... Uh, why do I keep saying Andrew? That is second so time that. weird. Andre Touchy Feely. Arguably one of the best nicknames in the game. <laughs> yeah. And let me just read to you who he's lost to, which is like a favorite thing of mine to do. Look at the people that you... There's all these things that it's like, oh, man, losses are, like, terrible for your record. This dude's lost to... All right, some guy in uh, one of his early fights. Let's ignore that. Max Holloway, Yair Rodriguez, Calvin Cater, and Michael Johnson. That's like... No, no shame. No, no shame, shame right there. And some other guy that I don't know his name, but he got caught in a flying triangle. Who's so, the guy? Uh... Godofredo Pepe. Oh. It sounds like uh, fucking Giancarlo Tramontosi's cousin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marco. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to keep going. Another fighter I want to shout out is Macy Barber. Young Buck. That's one of the fighters I was referring to before. She's only 21. She's already 8-0. The, the the women fighters on the UFC roster, even the Bellator roster, they're all they're all really fucking nice. And like it's nice to be nice. But Macy Barber is like kind of playing the heel role, which I feel like I don't really know another female fighter who has done it. She's calling people out. She called out Cage Man Cage. <laughs> That's weird. Um, Page the cage. <laughs> and then things came out that um, Macy Barber slid into Paige Van Zandt's husband's DMs on Instagram. <laughs> I love it. I love it, right? Like, I love the drama anyway. But so she um, is someone to watch. And on top of, like, all of that, obviously, she is 
an amazing fighter. She does she fight in the same gym as Ben Askren? Like he's shouting her out too. Oh yeah, so, he's in her corner. Um, she's definitely someone who will be fighting for the belt one day. That's cool. We get to see Benny on Saturday then too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my last person I'm gonna watch out tonight uh, or watch out for on Saturday night is uh, Claudia Gadea which is another nice name like Betch Cohea. Yeah. Um, going into the same thing. She's been around forever. She's a great fighter. I said I was going to stop saying um. So instead of saying um a lot, I'm saying uh. So whatever. Incremental. Getting there. Yeah, Getting incremental there. progress. I wonder how many times I said amazing this episode. Not as many as usual. I think I don't think so either. <laughs> Maybe because I'm being meaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we should do. So Claudia has lost to Joanna Yon Jacek twice. All right, no shame there. Jessica and Draj, so again, former champion. And when I told Anna about this last night, she wasn't impressed that she lost to Nina uh, <laughs> Ansaroff. But uh, you know what? She lost a decision, so no shame there. Um, and I think that that was might have been before she changed camps. So who knows? So Claudia Gadea, I want you to do good. All right, last but not least for a fighter to look out for. Again, I picked someone who uh, is, is fairly... Unknown Askar Askarov. Another fun name. I know that's gonna go awesome on your name. list. Uh, he's a Russian fighter. His record is crazy. It's 10 and 0. He has one draw. Also, um, really amazing to still have not lost a fight. Now I'm gonna jinx him. I'm gonna put on wood. And the other um, really interesting fact about him, and I'm so curious to see how this plays out, is that he's 80% deaf. Like, oh, yeah. He I... will not be able to hear his corner during yeah. the fight. And it will be a struggle, I would imagine, with the noise of the crowd to even hear his corner in between rounds. That's that's crazy. That's like, that's uh, recalls, or, uh, yeah, recalls Matt Hamill from back in the yes, day. Yes, I know. Huh? And he's only 27, so it's like he doesn't have crazy experience. So it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see how this... Uh, this plays out for Askar. Good for him, man. So that's just, we just picked, what, six or I cheated and, and put two for one. So we just said seven people besides that are not Cowboy or uh, Connor. So it's going to be an exciting night, I think. I'm yeah. really hoping it's like turns around, uh, turns out to be an awesome card. Quick side note. Big UFC historical night was UFC in Dublin in like what 2014 or something mm -hmm. when Connor first came on the scene and that was when the whole SPG crew. Uh, how do you say her name again? Uh, uh, Patty's training partner, Ash Ashlyn. Yeah, Ashlyn Daly. Patty Houlihan was on the card. Everything. I keep listening to the Patty uh, Houlihan podcast. I know. And they keep referencing it. We need to sit down and just watch that whole night of magic. <laughs> right. With nobody's on the card, right? Yeah. But, so it's not about the names. It's about the fights and what happens. But and the magic. What was special about that night was the Irish crowd. First time oh. UFC was in... Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. UFC in Athens. Let's go. Um, all right. Let's speed through the rest of this top five right here. Number four. Just want to let everybody know again, watch the UFC Embedded's. These are the best embeddeds of all. The embeddeds are the video blogs that they do the week of. And Connor, for whatever, if you have your opinion about him, 
the Connor embedded are the best. Embedded sometimes could be boring, but they're just nice to watch anyway because you get to see like the other side. And they're also edited really well and funny, and they're always under ten minutes per episode, which I appreciate. Um, and it's really cool. Yeah, we, they're uh, free. Go on YouTube. Yeah, just go on YouTube. It's, it will probably pop up just because they heard us talk about it or whatever. Um, Gary. Yeah. But uh, it was awesome. There's really funny editing all the time. Like, Cowboy was walking around um, <laughs> whatever street in Vegas with all, like, these cover bands and stuff playing live. And they caught him singing... Uh, just, whatever poison song whether he says cowboy like every cowboy has sings a sad song or whatever so there's all these little clever edits in there so shout out to embedded yeah i want to meet those guys i wonder who does it all right uh let's round out the top five with something totally unrelated to the upcoming fights uh dom cruise just period i kind of want to end (laughs) (laughs) Dom Cruz is awesome he is a fighter in the UFC but he is also taking the role as commentator as well former champ he was on Brendan Schaub's uh, Food Truck Diaries I usually just listen to it and I think George does too Yeah. and we just I'm telling you we were itching for a fight so we actually sat down and watched this together (laughs) we'll like take what we can get and he is so well spoken unlike me so <laughs> smart and uh so fair to, to whoever he's talking about yeah. like a future opponent any ufc fighter and so that's like something else that you could possibly listen to or watch or just yeah i mean dominic cruz is just like a personality is an inspiring figure all, all around he's been around forever he's been doing MMA since the WEC days, former UFC champion, I think twice? Yeah, right? Uh, he's had crazy injuries and has always come back time and time again. He is the most unfortunate person when it comes to injuries in the history of the UFC, by far, period. Yeah. Like, but his style is beautiful to watch. He's constantly moving, constantly switching stances and uh, throwing things from weird angles. And he does, like, awesome breathing techniques while he's in the cage. You could see him kind of, like, blow up his lungs and, like, he's just super inspiring. And uh, he lost his championship to Cody Garbrandt. So besides watching the Food Truck Diaries where he talks a lot about Connor, which is really cool and interesting, he has a famous press conference that after he lost and got basically embarrassed, he lost his championship to Cody Garbrandt. He just gave this amazing, inspirational uh, interview, press conference, where people were asking him, like, sorry, like, it was a bad night for you. And he goes, why? He just owns up to it. He stands up and talks to everybody and answers everybody's questions. And he goes, why? Loss is part of life. Tough night for you tonight. Um, What was tough about it? Walking away at the loss, of course. Loss is part of life. If you don't have loss, you don't grow. This isn't tough. This is life totally takes the loss like a man which is like a true champion yeah true champion man or a tough ass woman um and it's super cool and then at the end of the interview they're like why are you standing up and you're not sitting down he goes because i'm always on my feet (laughs) and I, i appreciate that that's pretty cool let's get to this new segment real quick we are taking a long time you know what though it's let's soak it in babe it's been I know soaking for all our friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
It's Shout been, out to Marta. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since we've been able to talk about something so exciting. And uh, I mean, I guess we're going to talk about the outcome next week. But of All right. I think you should start. But we're going to call this new segment Why We Want Both Fighters to Win. <laughs> Why we want both to win? I am gonna <laughs> say I want Connor to win. I want both to win. But I'm gonna <laughs> make the argument for why we want Connor to win. Yes, this does right? not mean you're picking Connor. No, because just... we both want both to win. Yes. Connor has fucked up, and time and time again, inside the ring and outside the ring, his performance against Khabib not great. Uh. <laughs> His loss to Floyd Mayweather, he just alluded to it in the second episode of Embedded. He, like, cringes watching it because of the way that he wasn't settling into his punches and why he, and how he was throwing things a certain way. And he brought up a good point. He goes, the only way that you learn in life is through experience. Experience is the best teacher of all, even though it's a bitter pill to swallow. So he's been through all this shit. He seems like he's coming out of it. He talked to Ariel about how his kids have like really kind of came at the right time to settle him down and that he doesn't want to be this story of the person who lost it all. So he looks in physical, like prime physical condition. So Connor, man, I hope you go out there and win. But you know what, Cowboy? <laughs> we also want you to win. Yeah. You, uh, we love you because you love your grandma. Who doesn't love their grandma? We love you because you are super cute with your son. And you really, after fighting for so long, you still say it's so different now that you have a child. And you also named your kid, like, the coolest name ever. His name is Danger. (laughs) Like, I can't. That kid already, like, I want to be his friend. And... Um, on top of all that, like maybe Connor has made the most money, but Cowboy definitely is like one of, if not the most winning fighter. He has the most, oh no, he does. He does. He has the most wins. He has the most finishes in UFC history. He is tied for the most belts in UFC history. So I would take that to mean after Saturday night's fight, he is number one in the most fights. Yeah. In UFC history. Yeah. That is incredible. And that is why we want you to win, Cowboy. So, yeah. He's had 23 wins, 16 finishes, 18 post-fight uh, bonus awards. Did you say 18? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that means 18 times he's fought, and out of that whole night, he's won one of, like, the three or four awards that are That given. is wild. Uh, he's fought... 33 times in the UFC, not counting all the fights in the WC and amateur and all stuff. So this Saturday would be 34. And um, he has the most knockdowns in UFC history with 20. So we'll see if he adds to that. So uh, Cowboy and Connor are obviously at the top of the game right now. Everyone's getting their attention. But this segment really kind of uh, represents who we are and what this podcast stands for. Wanting two people to win and being irrationally hopeful about life yeah cool that's us what else we got on the agenda bin the red oh 
right. Uh, this episode was brought to you by uh, Billy Alexander. Billy, you're a fucking gem. <laughs> <laughs>